Hello. What's up, Sean? Hey. Hey. Uh... I be podcasting. That's what's up. I be podcasting too. It's been a while, man. It has been a minute. It's been like two weeks, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, which is you know, it's it's they're becoming fewer and far betweener. Yeah. Um, well, it's summer movie season, so I assume this is gonna like pick up, fuck up. We we gonna be cooking with dynamite. We're gonna be cooking with dynamite. Butter made out of liquid nitrogen. We are nitroglycerin is what I was looking for. <laughs> We are going to be taking catnaps on barrels of oil, which yes, bringing it in to Deadpool coming, too. Coming in, coming in hot, Sean. Uh, you want to talk about Deadpool too? You don't want to talk about the movies we missed? You don't want to talk about Tully? Um, you don't want to talk about Isle of Dogs? You just want to get right into DPT? What? It's for the fans, you know. Yeah, no, I know. I just yeah, no listened to us two talk about Tully, which was a great movie, by the way. But that's you know what? I, now I'm gonna go see Tully tomorrow, and we should talk about it. Honestly, dude, I see your Tully and Razy with Tully. No, Tully was great. I no, I saw it on the I saw it on a date. It was great. Um, it was somebody's. Somebody said it was like a Furiosa prequel, and is was it like okay. a joke, or can it be seen as that? Uh, no. Or, <laughs> Okay. No, like who fuck okay. said that? I've no. It was someone on Twitter, I think. I that's don't know. that's that's a that's a bad joke. I would say it's a bad joke. Totally, like yeah. No, you know, honestly, go see it. I, I would do like even if it's a mini one. Like I feel like that'd be a whole different audience for the two of us. Totally was really good. Yeah, yeah. we we should broaden our horizons a little bit. Yeah, I I saw Caught all Isle of Dogs, and I really let's see Book Club. I, I mean, it's my mom's birthday tomorrow, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh I gotta, man! I gotta figure out something. I had Mother's Day on lock, but right now I'm like, oh shit. Um, on uh, there's a billboard for that on Santa Monica Boulevard, I think, where I when I drive home from work every day, and I'm just kind of like, moms. The, the more I see it, I'm like, should I go see it? Just like, uh, like, just fuck it, because like I fucking can see it because I have movie pass. Yeah. Nah, God, I'm close to getting it because um, there's that Ethan Hawke movie that's out right now that looks amazing. Uh, it's called like First Reformed or something. It's supposed to be really good. Oh, I haven't seen anything for that. Yeah, the trailer. I, I think, check it out. It, it the trailer. I think it came out this weekend. The trailer. Uh, it's Ethan Hawke. It's like a priest, just modern modern day priest. And I think it's like somebody comes to him in the parish and they're afraid that their brother or someone in their family is becoming like dangerous, like stockpiling weapons or something. They're afraid that they're going to commit some kind of like attack. And he's the one that they go to and he's just a fucking like priest, basically. I was like, that's because the posters and everything and just the trailers and I guess just uh, movies and priests about like in general. Uh, I just always assume it's going to be like a dumb exorcism movie, but nah, it looks like a good little, good little drama. I'm like, I'm going to see that. Interesting. Yeah, and his, is is his dilemma that he can't go to the cops because it was a confession? I, I think so. You know, I'm, tr- I, I'm, that's, I'm trying not to look more into it until I actually see it. 
And like, okay. I'm just waiting for like a crummy day and I'm going to go. That's that's my new criteria cool. for movies, Sean. I don't know about you, but. Crummy day? Because to today was gorgeous. And I was fortunate enough to, uh, my office was without power today, so I didn't have to go into the office. We filmed. Nice. But I, before work, I read, before we went on the shoot, the shoot was only like a couple hours where I got fucking sunburned, but uh, I read for like a half an hour and went for like a half an hour-ish bike ride outside and worked. And I sat outside for like another like hour or two just like reading. I was like, this is great. I finished the Epic of Gilgamesh, so that was the thing I was doing. I'm done with nice. That. It was a choice. I gotta, I gotta get more into books. I'm trying to do one a month. Therefore, by my calculations, Sean, it should be about eleven. Uh, one more than eleven, I think. So twelve. There's a loud noise. Yeah, there are there are twelve months in a year. So yeah, it should be about twelve. Months. One a month would it be? Uh, but then, oh, February is sh- February is short though. That's true. So, and I don't know how to count graphic novels or comics. So, <laughs> I'm reading a lot of those too. Those count, does that count? Nineteen um, fifties dad wouldn't count it. <laughs> what are you reading those stupid magazines for with the no, gay not, people in it? Wait, what? <laughs> what com- What nineteen fifties comic, Sean? I think that's just a, that's a real question. No, Batman and Robin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, I guess that would be a dad. You know that there, well, actually, actually, historically speaking, there was a big, uh, like, anti-comic push in the 60s. Huh. I believe that was like, yeah, there's like a gay agenda in Batman and Robin or something. I don't know. I could be misremembering that, but I do, va- excuse me, vaguely uh, remember something like that, that happening. Sounds like something that probably would have happened. Yeah. And then they just decided to, like, triple down on it, which, like, good for them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, um, speaking of... What, 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 what have you seen that... Uh, have we... Did we talk about A Quiet Place? I think we briefly we did. briefly did. Probably, I don't know. A Quiet Place yeah. feels like so long. Because we were both kind of like... it was. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did talk about it. Because we both were kind of like, yeah, it was really good. It was good. Like... Shyamalani. But, in a, but I mean that in a good way. Like... It feels like yeah. good Shyamalan where it's like crowd pleasing, tense, kind of supernatural and like it's got all those elements. It's got some family stuff. It, it's a horror movie yeah. you can take your mom to. Yeah. 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 I don't know if my mom would like it, but yeah, most moms would probably be able to handle it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of car. I think my window's open, but I think there's some cars yeah. coming through. Should I close it? Ooh, you play. Did we? <laughs> you, I was gonna say you're like Marlon Brando in uh, <laughs> Apocalypse Now, but we already did that yeah. joke, so I'm gonna say Marlon Brando in Superman the movie when he's a floating head. I son, I'm Marlon Brando. I was in the uh, 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 oh, fuck. Uh, I'm Charles Bronson. <laughs> it's the Charles Bronson movies. Death, death. It's not death proof. I don't know. Bruce Willis. Just oh, it, uh, Maga. Yeah. Um, De- death wish. Death wish. That's what it was. Yeah. I'm Marlon Brando. He's in death wish. 
What's up? He's in the first Death Wish, the original Death Wish. No, I'm just doing a Charles Bronson. How does Marlon Brando sound? I don't. I don't know. He's like he's. he's it's Favreau. <laughs> I was gonna say there's a little too much Favreau in there. Uh, it's 100% Favreau. Is I'm that just your, your default impression? I'm your father. I don't know something like. I'm your space father. I don't. You just yeah. you just can't understand who, the impression. That's like the impression is you can't understand what he's saying. He's like the <laughs> OG Tom Hardy. Kinda. Yeah. Saying? Yeah. In a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that for a while. With a lot more Tom cheeseburgers. Just with a lot more. Tom Hardy's got time, man. Brando used to be like that's Herculean. true. He used to be fucking that is true. Up and like he was like enormous though. Yeah, Brando's definitely or Hardy's probably still in his like on the waterfront phase. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, totally. I always think of when I think of Marlon Brando, I think of like The Godfather, and yeah, it's God. I forget that his whole career is like yeah. fifty I'm years. We'll figure it out by the end. Of the, by the end <laughs> I of the can episode. do it. We'll figure out how, how better Brando sounds. Yeah, somebody is better drunk. Somebody help us here. Um, so I, you know who I, you know who I do know what sounds like. Did you see the Mile Twenty Two trailer? Uh, with, I watched it online with Bucky on YouTube with Bucky Buck because I, I walked into Deadpool Two. While trailers were going on, and because you know, when I watch trailers online, so I don't really give a shit when I have theaters and I gotta sit through uh 20 to 20 minutes of uh previews, yeah. So, I and I what is it who it's him and Law, Walking Dead person, isn't it someone from The Walking Dead? I don't know. The cast, the cast was kind of all over the place, yeah, but. I just love there's a Marlon Brand uh, Marlon Brando I'm still on Marlon Brando there's a Mark Wahlberg line in every Mark Wahlberg movie trailer there's always that okay. one line where he's like so in this one um this is my over exaggerated Mark Wahlberg impression version of it because it is a very uh toned down version of it it's not very Marky okay. Mark but it's like is that the game today because I'll play that fucking game like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was, he does always have one. There's there's a like, second one in this one too, but I, it's not as funny as the first one. Oh, I feel like it's him talking about the girl. Yeah, it's like I don't remember. I watched the trailer. Like I feel like Mark Wahlberg has like summer blockbuster Wahlberg movies. Then he has a January Wahlberg release. This is a hundred percent that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it'll be. I think he's in a movie called like Stolen or something, or uh, it could be Nick Cage. That's Nick he's Cage. Like he's uh, there's some movie where he's like I don't even know. Every once in a while though, he's in something that comes out in, like January, first two months of the year. That's just like stupid, and then they'll do like a Transformers or something. <laughs> yeah, Peter Berg directed this, and he has worked together a lot with Marky Mark. Peter Berg's a weird director. I like him, but he's a weird director, and he's kind of just like, he's a borderline propaganda filmmaker. Yeah. 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 
battleship. He was like, I wanted to make it because I love the Navy. And it's like half of it's like a recruitment video. And the other half is just like a Transformers movie. And then the other half is Brianna. Brianna. I called her Brianna because I'm a grandpa. Yeah, Brianna going mahalo, motherfucker. And then... And she gives a monologue about how her grandpa knew the aliens were coming, and it never comes up. <laughs> like, oh, so her it. her grandpa definitely has breast cancer, basically. Yeah, basically. She's like, he always knew he. She he. I don't know why I'm like, dude. I'm definitely doing like a really tough guy voice. Right You're now. doing like Carl he Weathers was, right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marlon Brando. He always knew they were coming. Yeah, you said they were coming. I'm sorry. Robert Downey Jr. told me they were coming. Wait, this is my Marlon Brando doing Rihanna in Battleship. Yeah. Yeah, they always said they was coming, Doc. That's not even a good Bugs Bunny. Not even a... It's not even good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, Peter Berg did like I think he also did, didn't he do the rundown with The Rock, which is like a pretty good movie. Oh shit! You know what? we're just doing random catch up, Sean. We never even talked about Rampage. I still oh, haven't fuck. seen Rampage, dude. You haven't seen Rampage? I've been slacking. I could probably still find it though. I think it's still in some theaters here. Hey man, I had a really good time with that. It's not like I don't need to see it ever again. I'd probably watch like the last like the tw- like I'd watch the twenty to thirty minutes of it that is in the Rampage at the end because that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's like one step away from being a real movie, and I might have said that before, where it's like it just, just like, chooses one. Yeah, I like spoil it. I don't even think it's that much of a spoiler, but it's just kind of like the after it came out, the rocks just like every movie I'm in has to have a happy ending, otherwise I won't sign on. And it's like that's the thing. Like you can radically, in order to get the movie made, you might have to radically alter like what the whole fucking point of it is. I'm like, what? Because your lead star has 100 million Instagram followers. Yep. Um, that's that's what matters. That's the draw of the Dwayne. Um, nothing against The Rock. He seems like a wonderful person. Um, Sky, skyscraper, though, is going to be the greatest. <laughs> oh, man. Die Hard with One Leg? Oh, yeah. <sighs> God. <laughs> now, the thing is, though, if he takes off his shoes, it'll be half as bad. Oh, <laughs> I'm really, really proud of that. And I don't even think it's, I don't know if it's that funny, but I'm really proud of that one. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Climbing through the uh, uh, vents is going to be a little more loud because his leg is going to be like clinging along the metal the whole time. Clinging, clang. <laughs> I hope there's some kind of like magnet something i don't know he's probably got (laughs) he's gonna have to like lose it to save the day somehow at the end like how is it gonna factor into the end game what do you think he has like a utility leg he's got like compartments in his leg if he makes a utility leg i would flip the fuck out that would be incredible dude he macgyvers himself a leg that would be so fucking funny that would be so fucking (laughs) is it offensive I don't know, but like I, I'm gonna take it all as offensive for some reason. It's because the rock, like, I don't know. It'd be cool if he has a if they death proof it though, like, or planet terror. Yeah, yeah, uh, that would be cool. Just, I don't think it would do go it. there, but that'd be really cool. Yeah, just do it though. Just do it. Um, speaking of uh, 
we were talking about Carl, Carl Weathers uh, Predator trailer. One little note I saw yeah. on that. Um, there's the shot of Key, uh, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot he's in this movie. And mm-hmm. uh, I just want them to unmask the Predator, and it's the hype man, Peel as the hype man. He's like, ah, you know that one? Because he's got the crazy dreads. He's just like, ah. I hope he drags him. Squalls. When he sees that predator, them preddies. When he sees them preddies, he's gonna drag some squalls. The preddies um, got them, them heat visions. <laughs> Dude, that movie's cast though is fucking. It's ridiculous. Shane Black. It might be pretty good, honestly. I'm like kind of into yeah. it. No, let's talk about the predator because like I'm Shane Black's movies that he's directed are Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man Three, and then The Nice Guys. All three are so good. All three are movies where you can't make a trailer to any of those, really. Yeah, and honestly, the trailer for this is kind of all over the place. It's all fucking over the place, and it barely tells you anything, and I think it's zeroing in on the wrong details on purpose. I feel like the nice guys didn't make any fucking money in theaters, probably because they didn't. I mean, it's like a mystery. It's a, But it's a comedy, too. Like... I don't know if yeah. it, I don't really remember the marketing for the nice guys. I just kind of remember being like, "Oh, it's getting good reviews. I'll go see it." So I saw it. And I was like, "Oh, it was great," but I didn't really expect it to be like laugh out loud funny, which it was for me at least. Um, but it's it exists in like that funny. It it's still like a crime thriller. You know what I mean? It's, oh it's yeah, like both. Like his movies are slippery. Like you can't. Iron Man three is like a lot of things, and but like the marketing for that was just fucking Iron Man lying. movie. Yeah. Yeah. But like also speaking of marketing and superhero movies lying to you, you remind me to remind me to bring that up. But the uh I I am excited for this movie cuz I think the trailer is almost purposely bad. There have been I think they did say they reshot the entire third act or something like or like the conclusion of the third act or something which that's fine as long as it's like for the better, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean World War like Z a, that was an instance of it being for the better. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck, World War Z, huh? Um, the, they reshot that whole third act. They reshot like, most of that movie, I thought. Matthew Fox is in it, but he's just like, he he's like regulated to like an extra because of all the shit that they cut out. Matthew Fox is in like a couple scenes and he was supposed to like fall in love with like the wife or something or have like establish a relationship with the wife. Um, <laughs> Womp. Yeah. Also, um, he's apparently like oh, the worst. Uh, I feel like that happens once per episode where I remember somebody's just supposed to be the worst. But Matthew Fox is supposed to be like a fucking psycho. He um, doesn't really strike me as a fun time. No. Like, like he, he might not be a bad guy, but like I I wouldn't like be friends with him, I feel like. No, he's no. But uh, I don't know I mean, anything about ra- him other than that. I just mean, my... he's Racer X, who I mean, that dude is just like on the track. He's just fucking cra- making crashes. He's a he's He's no good, man. Remind me, uh, r- bring bring me back to Racer X. So I got to remind you about marketing <laughs> in uh, movies, and I kind of all right remind I you about Speed Racer real quick. La- it, it, the drop of a hat. <laughs> um, uh, what was uh, I say? And then uh, uh, yeah, so if if though the predator is predator, yeah, predator though uh, if. 
I was going to say, the, it looks like it's potentially reverse E.T. kind of premise. If it takes like the 80s kind of like weird kid uh, stumbles into having an alien friend, like take that premise. But instead, because that's what the trailer kind of looks like it's implying, right? Where Jacob mm-hmm. Tremblay accidentally activates a beacon. That's Jacob Tremblay? The ship. Yeah. Oh, shit. Good. Also, I don't want to get into this too much. I watched the Book of Henry at a bachelor party this weekend because we were just oh, at the mountains. Oh, no. Dude, I'm doing a makes a case for it soon. I just got to find the time. Um, oh. There's a point where – have you seen it? No, I just watched the trailer and heard about it and was just there like, was a point what? Where a bunch of us got up. We're standing up and we're shouting because we thought something was going to happen and we couldn't fucking believe it was heading to that – like – it, that was a good bad movie because of the insanity of the choices throughout. But uh, that's all I'm gonna say. And that, that was but, that was Trevor O, right? Yeah. I, while we while we when we started it, I was like, let's try and pinpoint the exact moment where Kathy Kennedy called to say you're not doing Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> we were trying to figure that out. I think it's when between all the sexism and no, I'm kidding. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was probably the first scene with Naomi Watts with the sniper rifle, but because uh, it's it's abrupt. <laughs> um, and I think there's a scene where she buys it, but even still, once she starts using it, it's abrupt. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So if it's about Jacob Tremblay accidentally send summons an alien who like. And if it, like, sets up the premise where it's going to be, like, his alien friend, but then it's just the Predator. Like, that's, like, a robot chicken sketch, but through, but, like, is also a really fun premise with that somebody like Shane Black can, like, make work into a movie, right? (laughs) Are you sure that's not already a robot chicken sketch? (laughs) It probably is. There's probably one where, like, instead of E.T., it's, like, the xenomorph or something. You know what I mean? Could it just be the Predator, too? Like, or, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like, that's fucking straight out of Robot Chicken. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but then the cast, Keegan-Michael Key, the bad guy from Logan, sure. Olivia Munn, who I would almost argue is like, oh, they're doing alien cross-species hybridization. I'm like, just wrong thing to zero in on, folks. Uh, Thomas (laughs) Thomas Jane is in this fucking thing. Punisher 2. Oh, OG OG Punisher. Well, Well, Dolph uh, Lundgren, yeah. um, Yeah. All Marvel movies made before X-Men don't count, Andrew. We know this already. Punisher was... Okay. No. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. No, you're right. What about Blade? All the Captain no, no, America no, 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 movies. No, no, no. I know. Okay. Blade. But everything Blade, yeah. Blade. Blade yeah. is the starting point. Um, True. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I would love if it was 90s uh, Fantastic Four, but it won't be. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I'm on board. I don't think it's a great trailer, but I'd rather it be a whole bunch of nonsense and like, just remind us that it's coming out yeah and that it's going to be r-rated which we're we're, it is going to be r-rated so yeah um i think they released like a still or something afterwards and like it's like the predator like fucking whipping a dude across a room or something it looks awesome (laughs) uh but predator still looks all practical i'm on i'm on board give me give me uh give me uh yeah predator was looked shockingly like nothing was really I don't think you need to like they've already perfected that illusion. Yeah. It's it's like a really good mask. Yeah. If anything, the um, I'm curious what the, the mouth. 
not the mouth, the um, the uh, cloaking device is going to look like if they're going to try and update that, like where he's actually 100% invisible. Um, there's yeah. I think you can kind of hear the TV through the walls too, but I think we're gonna have to deal with that. Uh, um, not too bad. Okay. Um, one one more trailer note before we get into Deadpool two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Equalizer two. Oh yeah, I think I watched the trailer for that. Yeah, you said you wanted to talk about that too. I don't know. Why. Um, You're just smiling. just a quick joke. Uh, you know how he's in the disguise on the train. He's got the the hat and like he's got that Is I think it it's the, like a Muslim like burqa or something I don't really know I don't know the proper term I'm, I'm sorry if I piss anyone off but uh, and then he has the beard like a fake beard uh, I what again that was one I watched like online once and yeah like, so that's the th- he, it's like clearly a disguise I at least that's the impression I got and I was like what if he just has that the entire movie <laughs> It's one of those. It's one of those like cop movies where they're just undercover the entire time. Um, it's like Serpico. <laughs> it's like Serpico or like white chicks or uh, bad boys. Wait, women. is Serpico? Is he even under in disguise in Serpico, or well, is am I just yeah, applying always sunny logic to Serpico? Well, no, yeah, because Charlie is Serpico, and then he delivers everything for the mayor, <laughs> Mr. Mayor. Ah, for, um, for all right. the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, they started shooting season uh, 13. Um, I can't fucking wait, dude. It's yeah. insane. Still still my favorite show still on Still going. Well, all right, let's get to the moment everyone's been waiting for. All yeah. three people. Okay. Um, Hold your horses, fam. Uh, DP2. DPT. Uh, sequel to 2016's Deadpool, uh, which I watched the night before, or one or two nights before. I was like Wednesday of that week. Um, first one's still good. Still good. Yeah, still holds up. It's, 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 uh, real fucking straightforward. It just nails all the characters that are in it. And then it just kind of gets out of there. And it's like, hey, yeah, we're going to do a sequel. And our idea, our idea is to bring in this one character. And then makes a joke about Dolph Lundgren or Keira Knightley, which I texted you. I'm just bringing this up in the podcast because I texted you while I was talking about it. I was like, I think the Keira Knightley joke is in somehow reference to Domino because Domino is a movie Keira Knightley's in. And, you know, right? Is, that, is that a Marvel movie? Is Domino a secret no. Or is that just a movie that just happened to be Domino? Okay. Keira Knightley plays someone named Domino in a movie called Domino, not about no, the I character. Know, I, I think that was, okay. I think he explicitly says Cable, then I think that might be like an underhanded Domino reference. I, I don't know. I'm grasping yeah. at straws, but I, I feel like maybe. I, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility. That's Deadpool. Deadpool's a cheeky little... Cheeky yeah. bastard like that. Speaking of being cheeky, he is really stepping it up in this movie in terms of jokes. The jokes were like a mile a minute. Yeah, they're a lot. Sean, well, let's just go overall. What did you think of it? I loved it. You loved it? Loved it. Ooh. Okay. Full on. I gave it a nine out of ten. Really? I think I liked it more than the first one. 
Okay. Um, which, because the first one, I was, like, hyped for the first one. I shared the um, test footage that leaked, like, the a couple days after it leaked, I think. So I was like, mm-hmm. they got to do it. They got to do it. Then they announced that they were doing it. They announced that they were doing it because of that. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, And then it came out. I liked it a lot. I'd probably still give it, like, a 7.58 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But I don't know... <sighs> Some of the jokes just didn't like I I feel like they were just a little more ridiculous in this and even more I just loved that they had they did multiple shots at DC and yeah. I think there was there was like obviously a lot more things happened since Deadpool 1 and like they only they only really needed to focus on like a few years of jokes, I think. Uh-huh. I don't know. It just it felt a little more focused. Um, yeah, this I they, think, and is, they managed. This is more ahead. about an interesting thing. Uh, I, I agree with that. I think it's more thematic, and it's like more about something than the first one. Um, yes, and I also commend the director and writers, including Ryan Reynolds, because he was actually a writer on this too. Yeah, you got writing. Um, they managed to do something, two things that are really hard to do, make a good superhero sequel and make a good comedy sequel sequel. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, no, you're right. I didn't even think about it like that. Fuck. Which they, I think both separately and together did masterfully. Well. I think, I don't think they lost anything by losing the original director. Um, no, no, um, Hmm. And it seems, and it seems to me like they got the guy that like ghost directed parts of John Wick, right? What? No, John Wick was fully directed by two guys. They just split up. So I forget. Oh, okay. Either what they either both did or only one of them did John Wick two. And then the other, then this guy, I think did atomic blonde by himself. And I think he did this as well. Yeah. So so I think it was more of like Ryan Reynolds probably wanted more control over the comedy aspect of it. A lot of ADR. And oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it was a little Which, yeah, noticeable. There, but it, it, yeah, there is, some but, parts for sure. Yeah, but I, I think he wanted more of that and like better action. But yeah, and like I think the director, the John Wick guy, it was like mainly focused on the aesthetic and the direction of the action because the action was really great. Mm-hmm. And also just it just looked more like there was more money going into it. Like the the shots were deeper, like the colors were richer. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't all gray, like, you know, that like washed out gray green screen look, which I get. I mean, the one first one's like literally a shoestring budget for what they did. Yeah. Um, I think that that was the thing. The biggest thing that that director brought to that movie was just being able to keep it under fucking budget. Yeah, which is sixty. I mean, sixty-eight million dollars seems like a lot of money, but compared to what they what they did, compared to what was getting put out at that time, and what is getting put into movies nowadays of a scale similar is like a fifth of what would normally be spent. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I understand where you're coming from, but I think this movie is both better and worse than the first one, making it kind of just more of the same i okay 
think I liked the second half like a whole lot more than the first half. Um, the first half makes some choices and there's some things that happen in the movie throughout where it feels like with Deadpool being the character that he is, they could comment on some of the things that they're doing or some more of the characters and like some of the weirder things going on. Um, and mm -hmm. more so in the first half, but, and also the first half also some of the jokes are like a little too fucking self-congratulatory. He's literally talking about the box office gross and like passion of the Christ and then us like, there's stuff like yeah. that where it's like a little and like Ryan Reynolds like shows up as himself and like shoots himself in the head. And uh, we're, I don't want to do a, a, a scene by scene breakdown, but I just, I'd rather just talk about the movie. Um, some full spoilers when he shoot like in the post credits when he shoots himself in the head and then shoots uh, Baraka Deadpool from X-Men Origins in the head. It's just like he's like, OK, this is fun, but there's a little bit like, all right, there's there's only so much of that. You know what I mean? Like, wasn't there yeah. an R.I.P.D. joke in there, too? Didn't he bring up R.I.P.D.? I kind of... I don't... If they did, I missed it. I feel like I, I wish they did. someone bringing up R.I.P.D., which is great. But uh, I could just be making that up. But. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I liked... If they do it in the third one, then it's going to be too much. I think... Yeah. I think commenting... I liked the Passion of the Christ joke. Um... And I thought the post credits was hysterical, but yeah, it was amazing. like I'm just saying it's like yeah, let's yeah, like yeah, I get it, like we get it. You didn't like Green Lantern, like you already made that joke in the first one. Yeah, um, it, it's just now it's like yeah, now we can like fucking shoot myself for like literally kill myself for making this decision. Yeah, the but also like it does some things that comic books have, like it it, it leaned into some like. The fact that this whole movie was about Vanessa gets killed, spoilers, and then that starts the whole movie. Like, that's a thing in comics where it's like the death of the love interest. It's, uh, what's it, fridging? You, you, where they get fridged, because I think it's like an old Green Arrow or Green Lantern comic where there was a girlfriend character and to motivate the hero... She just wound up dead and stuffed inside a refrigerator. Therefore, the term fridged came up. It's a thing. It's a trope. Jesus. But it's a trope where in movies yeah. and like superhero stories and stuff, just killing unceremoniously killing off the love interest in order to motivate the, the hero and or propel the story in some way is a thing. And Deadpool's a character who would know this and you'd think he would say something about it. But also, I think I, I was upset that they killed off Vanessa because I, when I watched the first one, I basically watched it as a romantic comedy, which they, that was the joke in a lot of the marketing. But like their fucked up relationship is fucked up in all the right ways where it's like a very healthy one. And it's like these two are great. They, they have great chemistry. And I'm uh -huh. like, oh, I'm, it really works in the first movie. It's probably I think it's the thing that works best in the first movie and why people liked it so much. Um, because like some of the jokes fall flat, some of the action falls flat and like it's, but, but like at the very least, like that is like, it, it makes sense. Like that's why, like that, that was like somebody worth fighting for, for Wade, but it's in this one to kill her off like that. But also they use time travel to bring her back at the end. And that's like canon. It's like what I, I like. It's it's a weird movie where mm -hmm. it's like I really enjoyed a lot of it, but I think the first half 
I think fridging Vanessa upset me and not upset me is such a, you know what I mean? Um, I didn't like that. And I think that and not addressing it. Yeah. I think that prison scene was just a mess of editing. I didn't think that was a very good sequence. It was a mess of when cable shows up. Yeah. It was a mess of editing and ADR. Uh, and then I think it was once they got out of the prison when things picked up and it like was a confident and like from that point on, it was ba- I was basically like fucking on board. But I, I yeah, yeah, I think there's a couple other I would, cups, but yeah, no, I if, if you I do agree because I saw it the second time and I was like, yeah, like this this does kind of pick up like after the jail. Yeah. This after the jail and cables like may kind of picks up when cable shows up, I think. And cable like shows up kind of abruptly, too, which I thought was like I literally like was taken aback when on the first shot of him because I was just like, oh, okay, like this is it. I love, though, that his the cable future shared the aesthetics of the X-Men days of future past future. Like it's like weird purple That's, lights, oh, a lot yeah. of like blown out cities. Like the fact that they are just keep integrating Deadpool into these movies and like, what the fuck is that noise? That's probably in my, oh, my bathroom. Sorry. Um, I assume that was on it's my like, end. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, yeah, I, I would have even loved more of like, it was just a fucking Terminator movie too. Like, Cable, one hundred percent. It really is Terminator Two. It's Terminator One because there's scenes that oh, are a hundred percent taken from Terminator One, where when every time they cut the cable and he's in his hotel room, there's a there, they're all scenes like yeah. Arnold is in a hotel room. There's a scene where he like operates on his eye in the first one, and he like puts all his guns out on the bed, I think, and then like kind of loads them up, but his guns don't go to eleven. Cable's I noticed Cable's that. dead. Yeah. Uh, his gun, his gun was cool, and I liked when Wade picked it up and like turned it up a little bit and like shot. It. He was like, "Wow!" Like he loved it. Um, uh, yeah, no, that that, that was a good detail. A, there was so many good details. That's like another thing, and I'm gonna focus more on things I don't like before we get into the things that I really liked. But the, I feel like Cable, they missed a couple opportunities with Cable and that other character who shows up. Um, mm-hmm. to expl- where they could have just straight up explained the fucking most comic book accurate, crazy, nonsensical backstory of who these people are. Instead, Cable's like basically like a future cop who's also kind of a cyborg whose wife and kids get killed, so he gets sent back in time to uh, avenge them. Where he's the son of Jean Grey and Psych. This is my understanding of Cable. Where in the comics he's like. Six foot eleven. He's he's the son of Jean Grey and Cyclops. I think he's like a powerful telekinetic psychic, but he has a techno organic virus that's turning his body into a fucking robot where he has to use most of his mental concentration to keep the virus at bay, which like severely depletes his telekinetic and psychic abilities. And also he's a time traveler. Yeah. Well, have him just say that. 
<laughs> they well they do, they do address kind of very briefly that he's only 511 and he's yeah. like not comic yeah, accurate like that was a good line and yeah that's probably one of my favorite jokes it actually looked like one of the hot of the hotel room scenes um it looked like he the um cyborg part of him was like kind of spreading yeah the the look of him was really cool I um like winter soldier arm um Maybe you keep... A lot of MCU references. Yeah, yeah. Which, sure, why not? I have Deadpool like go um, through alternate fucking dimensions. Twenty three Jump Street it, and then like just make it so he just. Oh my god! He just knows all of them. Like it doesn't fucking matter. That would be good. Well, they kind of can. Uh, I think after this, right? If uh, Disney buys Fox. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I think Deadpool still got to exist in his own. In some corner. Um, so going back to X Men and that introducing that, but yeah, at the same time as them setting up the future being consistent with Days of Future Past, they also kind of have a big <laughs> mess up with like the timeline too. It's a mess when up, they sh- where it's just the eighties slash nineties X Men <laughs> kids are just in the it's the, the apocalypse kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that, and they're just and there, and it's well. not. The, the 90s but this whole movie though even the time period it takes place in is like kind of slippery and like the the place where russell's from is like the 1960s you know what i mean like some of it's really yeah. modern than other parts like aren't but it it feels like it, it's like any time it's weird it's a weird world where it's just kind of like you know what fuck it just have it just bring the kid X-Men in because who cares? Like, who fucking cares? Well, they're also probably shooting next door. That was why they Dark did Phoenix. It. But I would love yeah. if, like, Dark Phoenix, they just have, like, that scene where you see Beast, like, close the door from the other side. <sighs> why not? And you just hear Ryan Reynolds in the yeah. distance, like, don't even but see the, him. The other thing That'd with that, so though, um, this is just a, a, a tangent, but I want the Deadpool version of Colossus in... Uh, Dark Phoenix. Um, also, I read some older X Men comics. Because why not? Yeah, yeah. But I read some older X Men comics recently, and like Colossus and those. I don't know a single time where Colossus has ever won a fight. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, but then I was thinking about it. I was like, that makes sense why he would be training all the like trainees and recruits. Because it's like you you've advanced yeah. as far as you can go, buddy. Uh, you could probably defend the kids if need be, but you're, you you kind of got to start training them. But I also really want one scene in one of these where Colossus is a not metal, and he's just a big CGI guy. <laughs> I want him to be a big, weird, uncanny valley CGI guy, and for like Deadpool to see that, and he just freaks out. He's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> turn it back on. Turn it back on." <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of big weird CGI guys, talking about Vinny Jones, talking about Juggernaut. Juggernaut bitch. I'm the Juggernaut bitch. <laughs> uh, Here he is the Juggernaut bitch. Uh, I beat the shit out of Charles. <laughs> I really, really, really. There was rumors that he was going to show up, and. You called well, no, it. I, there's the Weekly Planet um, and Mr. Sunday Movies YouTube and podcast channel. has been talked about that for a while, but 
I think in the first teaser, the Bob Ross thing, he paints like a weird monster or something. He's talking about a monster. Um, and he, there's like a weird, like red splotchy kind of shape. And they're like, oh, I kind of think that's Juggernaut. There's, and then there's kind of rumors that he's going to show up. And then there's a frame in one of the trailers of Colossus punching his the top of his um, helmet. You see a big, like, curved metal kind of welded together uh, dome. Yeah. Okay. But, like, just my quick nitpick with Juggernaut, and it's not a real one because I fucking loved how they handled the character 100%. All I, I, he's another character who, like, he's not just a mutant. He's not just super strong. His whole deal is, like, if he starts moving, nothing can stop him. Like, and it's not just a mutant ability. There's also some crazy crystal that turns him into a juggernaut, where it's like, it, it's his whole explanation is like nonsense. They handled part of it right, which I think X-Men 3 didn't do correctly, where, like, just to ignore, because fucking Juggernaut and Xavier are, they have a quick interaction between the two of them in X-Men 3, but they don't acknowledge the fact that they're fucking half-brothers. And in this one, they do, where it's like, oh, so you wear the helmet because, oh, so if you take off the helmet, like, psychic attacks can happen or something, or, like, something like He acknowledges, though, that Xavier's his brother. I forget the line is, and it, it it's done right. But again, I would have loved one more scene where it's like we catch up with Russell and Juggernaut walking somewhere. And it's like, yeah, so I got my power from this. So, yep. Oh, so when then where's the crystal? Then where's the crystal now? Because he's from New Zealand. Where's the crystal now then, huh? I love Tupac. I'm the kid from Hunt for the Wilder people. Uh, (laughs) And then Juggernaut just like says something about. But I don't know. Dude, Juggernaut was fucking great, though. So I'm gonna shut up. Juggernaut rips, rips Deadpool in yeah. half. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It was awesome, and that results in a pretty hilarious sequence uh, too. Yeah, it was really funny. I, but like Juggernaut in this, he, the the fact that they kept it secret in the marketing and like like didn't say anything about it, uh, is amazing. I think the CGI works pretty well. And I think the reveal and the the build yeah. up to him is pretty great, and the fact that he's like mm-hmm. as terrifying and intimidating as he is is great. But the best thing is though, he, he it's it's like a this fucking movie nails every character that it brings in, and if it has to kind of tweak anybody, it tweaks them in the right ways. Like, Juggernaut's basically a Saturday morning cartoon villain, in the sense that like. Mm-hmm. People know who he is and have heard of him already. So he can just be like, holy shit, Juggernaut's here. And he's just, and so when an 11 foot tall fucking muscle monster just shows up, people just get it. Like they get it. They know, they know yeah. the stakes. They know, like, I re- I would love though in Dark Phoenix if like the cold open is them fighting Juggernaut and you see how he got imprisoned. And like presumably he's been in prison. Oh yeah, I would love if it was like that. I'd be like cool if that's like the ending, the end like tag where it's like and they got Rocky three free free against Um, speaking of Juggernaut, always really good reference. Sun's getting real low, big guy. I I thought of you right away because I was like, yeah, I don't remember. Thor Thor did that in Ragnarok. He just took a moment from Thor Ragnarok and did it. So yeah, but it's in like a totally different context. It's funny. 
That's why it's. I don't think they knew that. Th- well, I guess right, Thor Ragnarok right. came out early enough, where they probably just ADR'd it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the, true. Yeah. But man, Juggernaut was great. That's Cable so good. was great. Let's talk about a couple more characters. Like Juggernaut, I just. Domino. Domino was fucking amazing, and like I'm in love. Domino had yeah CGI sequence was good. Well, you called that too. She's gonna have that wacky, wild, crazy. Yeah. CGI, but it was cool. I I loved how they presented her it, power. It was, cartoon, it was like cartoon physics. Like everything was just everything just works out. I don't know why I'm here, but it'll probably work out. Uh, <laughs> she's yeah. Can we? Yeah, well, yeah. The CGI, when the, she, her running down the street sequence was like it looked pretty terrible, but it didn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, it, it had to happen. It is and yeah. Uh we could talk about the rest of X Force. <laughs> that was my favorite part of this whole thing. That's so good. It's the X Force sequence of recruiting everybody and then like uh, who was your favorite out of everybody? Like pre pre everything that happens, who were you most excited about? Probably uh Bill Skarsgård. The, the vom- what's his name? Zeitgeist? Yeah. Zeitgeist, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terry Terry Crews too, but like I was, I didn't know that Bill Skarsgård was no. in it, so I was like, oh shit, know, like that that could be really Brad cool. Pitt was in it either at the fucking Vanisher. <sighs> Most people that even saw it didn't realize yeah, that he was in it either. I, I, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no, I noticed. It. I saw it with Tom, Tom uh, from our Infinity War. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't realize it. I was like, yeah, dude, that was Brad Pitt. <laughs> like. It's ridiculous. Um, I feel so like I was good. most excited to see Shatterstar because he looks ridiculous. And also he brought up Mojo World. Like it, it doesn't mean it. Like <laughs> the fact that Mojo World now exists in the context of the, X, the larger X-Men universe, like confirmed is kind of fucking insane. Um, I like that. I, I, yeah. Plus he used those weird swords. I wanted to see him kick some ass because there was shit in the trailers of them like on the streets like. Terry Crews, like, punch that guy. There's that hero shot that's in, like, all the fucking trailers. And Terry yeah. Crews is being, like, going on talk shows. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a press tour. <laughs> that's so good. Advisory. And so... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that joke actually like holding the su- the weight and substance that it does is so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, no. It, you just think it's like a funny, goofy line, and then it actually matters a lot. In yeah, the film. you open it up, and then I think you see the first one of them start to kind of like, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a wind advisor, and they all fucking die. I w- once, once like I was really worried a couple of them were gonna survive, but I was just I was so fucking happy all of them died. There was a moment, there was a fucking moment when, when Peter, the normal guy who, great. <laughs> it was a Rob yeah, Delaney, right? He's so good in this. Um, I love when he was about to jump off the plane and he, he's like, he sits down <laughs> like he's afraid to get in the pool. Um, and Deadpool's just like cheering him on. And he does the fucking, he's playing uh, Iron Man 2. Thunder, yeah, Thunderstruck. Iron Man 2, I think that's how Iron Man 2 starts. So, you know what? 
I had this, th- yeah, I had this thought. I was like, oh, is that exactly it? But it's shoot to thrill in uh, Iron Man 2, but it's ACDC, so it's all one like song. And uh, camera move and like jump out and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very reminiscent I would of Iron love Man 2. It was too. the same special effects company, and like, it was like, can we just use the same? They just paste it over it. <laughs> They might have done that. That's how you save yeah, money, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it wasn't. It was a bigger budget, but it was still only one hundred and ten yeah, million dollars for what they did. That's for two thousand ten. So it was eight years ago. Oh so no! Yeah, years. yeah, yeah. Throw it in. Um, yeah, Weta I know, um, still did shit on Deadpool. 1. Deadpool, Deadpool one. I think Weta did like the mask uh, animations. So. That makes sense because it looks oh, the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the best CGI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the so yeah, I thought I was thinking Iron Man too. I was like, oh okay, cool. Oh. Um, they probably <laughs> spent a fortune getting that song because ACDC is like they. Did you know that was it? Varsity Blues when that song's in it, they spent like two hundred fifty thousand dollars just for that song. Uh-huh. Um, in a movie that doesn't cost a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I was gonna say um, though, um, Peter gets his arm vomited off by Bill Skarsgård, and there was a split <laughs> fucking second where I was like, oh my god, he's Cable in the future. <laughs> <laughs> There's a split <laughs> second where I was, but then I realized we're, so, we're X-Force. <laughs> X-Force. Um, yeah, Domino was fucking... You're doing great. <laughs> I did love that Domino was the only one who survived. And, like, was confused about it, but, like, I don't know, Domino is great, and, like, is, I was, I'm in love with Domino now. So that's, that's, that's my main <laughs> thing. Um, Andrew's got a crush. Um, uh, it's, it's fine, though. Uh, what else happened? Who else was new? I really, yeah, I really wanted to see Shatterstar do something, because I, I figured he was going to be the lamest, too. Because <laughs> he was fucking ri- ridiculous, but, like. I don't know. Um, who else got added to the roster? What did you think of Russell? Because he's kind of the Russell's kind of the the crux of the whole movie. Yeah, he's the human MacGuffin. Yeah. Um, I liked him. I <laughs> we did the rope thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah. This is such a good yeah. bit. <laughs> he sold it too. Yeah, like, <laughs> have you seen Hunt for the Wilder People? No, I need to because I love Taika it's Waititi. Really, do you so. love Sam Neill? I mean, who Great doesn't answer. love Sam Neill? Hunt for the Wilder People is really good, and it's like all New Zealand. It's beautifully shot. There's a, there's a Lord of the Rings reference scene. Um, it's it's re- Hunt for the Wilder People is just like delightful. It's just really fucking good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but he he's bas- he's a very similar character. Like let's let's do the basic pl- like this Deadpool two, Deadpool. The beginning, he's just kind of kicking ass. He's a famous mercenary, kills a lot of people. Him and Vanessa are still together. She tells he's a, his international, which was a cool, uh, cool oh, montage I opening love, sequence. He fought the dudes in the bathhouse, yeah, and he cut the one guy's both yeah. of his arms off and like beheaded him or whatever. It was like kind of fucking crazy. I was like, holy shit! Uh, oh yeah, and yeah. also there was the the one bad guy, the bad guy who ultimately ends up killing Vanessa. The this shot, I like while it was happening, I was like, oh my god. Um, you know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, we was running in slow motion and all the shit's going on behind him and he goes behind yeah. the door. Yeah, that it that was, was really uh, yeah, cool. So he's running away from Deadpool, who's getting swarmed by everybody, and he's just killing fucking everybody. I think at the last second when he gets behind the door, he's chainsawing a bunch of dudes. It's like it's fucking brutal. The choreography and everything is incredible if it was practical. I don't know. That shot seemed pretty Dude. practical. What I loved about it too is like it's Dude. all out of focus. It's in the background out of focus while it's like focused on the guy mm-hmm. running away and it's a dolly like back of it. It's really cool. Like Roger Rabbit, Bugs Bunny, Cartoon Rabbit, fucking Deadpool shit in the movie too. Because he's just like, he, like yeah. All, a, a couple of things he's killing people with are just straight up gags, but it's also just like so much. He's just unstoppable. Like it's like, like it, it. It seems like it's so fun for him, but it's so fucking chaotic and crazy. It. The, I, I'm kind of amazed and more people aren't talking about that part of the movie because like that one shot yeah. one is fucking crazy. It's it's amazing. Um, so this yeah. this gangster kills Vanessa, who is Deadpool's uh, Wade's girlfriend, uh, who I don't think they were married, but she. Um, wanted to have a baby with him. Uh, so now his life is, he feels empty. Um, so he goes, so he's depressed, tries to kill himself. Colossus brings him in for the X-Men. Uh, he decides to be an X-Men trainee. Um, and then, which is a running gag. With an yeah, amazing penny. penny. Uh, which is Pooh Bear is basically over his, over his suit. Uh, the... They bump into Russell, who's a mutant, who's at, like, this orphanage, uh, who is freaking out and attacking the police. And they're either going to put him in jail or, like, send him back into, like, this asylum that he's at. Uh, He says that he's been abused there. Deadpool kills a couple of the orderlies. And then Colossus beats the shit out of him. And, like, him and the kid are thrown into jail. That's when Cable shows up. Because in the future, this, this kid, he becomes, like, a fucking monster. And he kill He burns up. Cable's family, so he's there to kill the kid now. Um, and Deadpool wants to protect the kid because it's a family movie. Quick pause. So, I for a split second I thought that future um, future Fire Fist uh, was Jermaine Clement. I think I did too. Uh, I don't know who it was because I, I guess they would have gone New Zealand. It, they didn't yeah. have any lines or anything. Yeah, so was, that's what I thought. I was like, I oh, he's from New Zealand. Oh, he kind of looks like it. His name Timura Morrison. He's in Aquaman. When the fuck are we getting a... He's playing Aquaman's dad. When the fuck are we getting a trailer for that? Probably Comic-Con. Comic-Con? July. End of July. It's like the twenty I'm something, twentieth, twenty first. If we don't get it by then, then we're in trouble because that movie comes out in December. Like, what are you so. doing? <laughs> Give us a yeah. teaser. Yeah. Just have them have yeah. some underwater footage and make us think it's the movie The Meg with Jason Statham, but then have people fit, like with a camera going into a deep sea like ocean liner that crashed. And then have like them see two eyeballs open up, and then it's Jason Momoa with a trident pointed at him, and he's like, "Oh, you better back off." 
Oh, like they just used the footage that they shot for BVS. If, if, you know what? If one of the teasers was like making you think that it's going to be this deep dive movie and it's just basically context for where that footage came from and that was the fucking teaser, I'd be on board. I'd be like, that's a good way to use where that came from. You'd be on board. Fuck you. Like a boat. Fuck you, <laughs> Fuck you man. Um, yeah. So Russell, he gets, he, uh, so he, the, the main Deadpool, crux of the movie yeah, sorry. is that Deadpool doesn't want Cable to kill the kid um, because he thinks it, that the kid is similar to himself and that if he kills once, it'll be like a, it's kind of like Looper. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got that vibe. He's the Rainmaker. If they can get through to him now, maybe he won't be this monster in the future. But Deadpool senses that like they're very similar. Um, but like he doesn't want the kid to be a killer because it's a road you can't go like that's a road you're on for life, basically. Um, and so it's more about Deadpool trying to break through to this kid to like use compassion opposed to like violence to kind of um, save save the save the world save uh, the uh, world. Um, that's Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> Goldblum. I, I wish, like, I think all that emo- I don't know about you, but I think the fact that it was like a. I feel like I did a poor job explaining it, but the, I think. No, yeah, there's a pretty good, significant and well done emotional yeah. backbone to this movie. Oh. Because like, you're like, oh yeah, Deadpool kind of has like a, an emo- some sort of emotional core. He's not core. really a bad guy in this movie. Yeah. No, like, when it there's works. There's a bunch of little ones. Juggernaut's just like a. The only un. And a big little Juggernaut's just a boss fight though. Like he's just <laughs> Yeah. That's what that's what they should have used Doomsday. How they should have used Doomsday he's a boss in fight, BVS. Not, a, not the end game. Yeah. Not a plot twist that we knew from a trailer. They hit him from the trailers. It was speculated, but yeah. Um yeah, there, and I, you know what? I, when I was rewatching the first one, I noticed it too. When he doesn't kill one of the henchmen at the end, when he's like, "Hey, TJ hey, Fridays," and uh, yeah, so like he doesn't kill him because he, that's you a, know, for, a, there's some sort of emotional core to, uh, comic character though. There is like a Hydra. It's like a Hydra agent named Bob that he's like really good friends with, and he's. <laughs> He just like knows and he like spares him all the time or something. Um, yeah. Interesting. But, no, I, I didn't think know that. this movie does good, do a good job exploring Wade Wilson's morality. Where, like, mm-hmm. I think, I think, like, the way they kind of set him up in this and a little bit in the first one is that, like, he is a guy who was abused and comes from a bad household and all this. But he uses his sense of humor to kind of, like, debuff all that and, like, just kind of bounce a lot of his, like, trauma and sadness off of him, like, like away. Um, there's definitely a better chance. I'm getting tired, so, like, I can't I can't use word. Yeah. Uh, so it's good that I'll ramble. Um, but also, like, I think... That's a good that's a good idea for a superhero, somebody who is 
who comes from a broken home who's abused like that, but it is a superhero. But I think this movie explores more so where it's like you don't really want to be Deadpool. It's great if you look up to him and like relate to him and stuff because like there will probably be people who relate to the character and like in on that level. But then there's also the trickiness of like Deadpool just fucking murders people horribly with a chainsaw in as a gag in the background yeah. of the scene or like. And he, he's yeah, a it's very sadistic. Fuck. But it's a movie where it's like Deadpool knows that Wade knows that. And he knows that like no one else should be like, like this. Like he he gets it. Um, yeah. Which is probably also why he always rejects being a hero. But it. it it's interesting where it's like he wants to help people who he relates to, but he doesn't want anyone to be like him. It's like, I don't know. It's it's interesting and it really re- like that's what I'm talking about, where like the second half of this movie really fucking works. Um thoughts? I feel like I've been Yeah, no, it's no, I I agree. I think I think there are like I wrote in my in my <laughs> brain notes that uh because yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I wrote in my notes but I actually yeah. didn't write any notes for this so I would be lying if I said no, that um, that it, it does have a much more you, it, it is a good sequel and like it does build his character it crafts it it molds it better um, from what is established in the first mm-hmm. one without being overt um, and obvious Cause I like didn't really think about it like that conversation he has with uh, Vanessa when they first meet at the bar when they're like talk like trying to up up you know one up each other on how yeah. shitty their childhood was, and I was like oh maybe they weren't lying no, like I, they weren't lying like this it I got I don't know maybe I just I'm misread sure that scene. That scene. Like, it's probably a little bit of it's probably like a fifty fifty but like. That's part of the thing where, again, whenever every time I've I've seen the first movie a couple times, and every time I'm just like, man, these two are so great together. I'm so happy these two found each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's so that's so <laughs> weird because like they're really yeah. Like, it's still like she's like a I don't know. This is gonna sound like I'm shaming, but I don't mean to. But it it's it's unconventionally like cute in that way where it's like she's a prostitute and he's a fucking mercenary who murders people and they both have fucked up lives but they find common ground in that and because of that that's why like they like know that they're meant for each other and it's like really really sweet in its own like individually like individual way um which again is where it's like I guess that makes his whole journey. I guess that's probably also why they decided to get rid of Vanessa because it's like, oh, well, with her out of the picture, how is he going to like she'd be able to like the two of them would be able to fucking help Russell out like right away. But without her to balance him out, like it was probably like a harder thing. I don't know. He just he just dives deeper into his into his like Deadpool. I see Deadpool as like a, he doesn't really, he's Deadpool at his worst when it's like, when he's still looking for Francis and now he's looking for Francis 
because like he ha- he he's lost everything and he's mm-hmm. like trying to gain it back, but yeah. now it's no, a little you're, different. You're absolutely right. And and so he's just like fuck, you know. It's like the Dark Knight kind yeah. of in a weird way. Yeah. Without like th- this. The Dark Knight does the same thing, but it sets up the Dark Knight Rises and kind of like the end of the Dark Knight when um, Maggie Gyllenhaal yeah. gets blown up. And he's just... Wait, she what? So... Uh, <laughs> Spoilers for the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Fucking 10 years dude, old. That movie's 10 years the old, dude. movie summer of all time. Um, well, at least I, I agree. Time, maybe. I don't know. Iron Man 1. The Dark Knight. Probably. Crystal Skull. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 1. Uh, <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Tropic Holy Thunder. Shit. Speed Racer. I don't give a fuck. Um, Hellboy 2 and Incredible Hulk. Both very solid summer movies. Uh, I feel like there's something else I'm forgetting. Wally. And I want to say there, there's like one other one that's like great that's in there. We'd have to watch Epic Movie to know everything that came out this summer, but uh, <laughs> would you be listening <laughs> to me make a case about it? Chronicles of Narnia? No, that was probably earlier. Maybe you second one came out in 2008. Underrated movie. It's really dark for no for a Disney movie, and, and it's really dark for no reason. <laughs> there's a fucking... There's like <laughs> themes of racism, and there's a fucking decapitation just like front and center in this in that movie no it's pretty funny. hell yeah all right all right all right fuck you that's badass no i'm saying i'm being serious that's fucking badass um it's fucking metal um so i get we can wrap it up oh can we talk about dopender yeah let's talk about dopender i forgot yeah we never we never talk about dopender he's so fucking good (laughs) this yeah they just up the ante with him. More. He's he just really yeah, wants like to kill people. And then he <laughs> really does, wants man. to kill people. Who, who was, was the guy so good. in the prison? Like, what has that actor been in? I kept I can't put my fucking finger on it. He, he ran the prison. Yeah, oh, you I mean, mean the the orphanage? I'm gonna, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I've seen him in I anything personally. Him, but I think it's like with the shaved head up top that he looked weird. Um, it was bothering me, and I'm gonna. Oh, uh, was that artificial? I probably yeah, that's probably why. I, I'm I'm looking it up now. Um, um it's probably X for yeah. Nothing. The X Force shit was probably my favorite shit. Um. The BVS reference was so good. Oh my god, that's Eddie Marson. Eddie Marson is in uh, the World's End. He's Peter Peter Page from the World's End. <laughs> is he James? Is he related to James Marsden or <laughs> Michael? Ma- oh, that's Michael um, Marsden. Never mind. That's what, he's one of the guys from the World's End. That's what it is. That's where I recognized him. That's fine. Is he British in real life? Then I guess. Um, that didn't make any sense, but you know what I was doing. Uh, I, I, I guess so. Yeah, no. Um, he's in something called. He's a, he's called he's a the British. Be- in something man. called the Best of Men as Doctor Ludwig. Uh, he's in Jack the Giant Slayer. Uh, 
It's <laughs> the second oh, podcast shit, in a row it? we've referenced that. Oh, no, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. He's also in... Oh, um, yeah. Uh, something, uh, he's in Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Apparently, he's Jonathan Strange. So it's safe to say he's British. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> like Benedict Cumberbatch. I'll be your motion capture villain. It's my third favorite thing to do. <laughs> uh, what are your What are your first two favorite things to do? On my back and make eggs Benedict. <laughs> not in that. No, actually, not in. No, in that order. <laughs> Now get, now get me in that motion capture studio. This is some good I content here. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Benedict. I'm living in a pile of gold. He's just walking to his apartment. It's like those like chocolate gold coins. It's just like well, melted really chocolate everywhere. Uh, you know, really changed him. <laughs> yeah, boy, Benedict. Uh, he's running around in fucking a onesie <laughs> with ping pong balls painted on it, taped onto it. My teeth are like spears. <laughs> my wings are hurricane. <laughs> I actually like that part. I like that. That bit's really good. That's great. There's a good, uh, good rendition like, of it too. Put me right back in uh, Erebor. Stop. Um, what else? Bilbo just talks to CGI people else, the whole time. Uh, um, Gollum, Smaug, Ian McKellen. Dude, I would love um, to fucking be either put into a crazy makeup in a movie or like motion captured. So if either of us ever get to do that, Sean, just. Oh just yeah! Like if I ever make a movie and you're, if God, you're, yeah, oh, yeah. Make my, you're going to be like my Sean Gunn, but except like the polar opposite of Sean Gunn because they don't put any makeup on Sean Gunn and Guardians. Oh, but he does do the mocap for Rocket, I mean, so I guess that counts. Like, I'm kind of surprised they didn't pull a Hellboy 2 and just be like, no, just do the voice too. Well, no more David Hyde Pierce. They're not gonna because mm. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's voice acting as Rocket is also like actually really... Yeah. It's great. Um... Wait, who did who did David Hyde Pierce? In the first, who did they re- he's Abe What in happened first, with that? Um, uh, Hellboy, and then Help Hellboy Two, Doug. And Jones. then they just use who? Doug Jones, who is also um, who? yeah, Doug Jones is also the dude in yeah, Shape of Water, right? Yeah, he's 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 a yeah. skinny guy. You could put him and in a David lot of Hyde Pierce, of weird course, shit. He's in Wet Hot American Summer, but um. And uh, uh Frazier and uh isn't Seth MacFarlane in <laughs> Hellboy 2? I forgot about that. Yeah. He's um uh he's yeah, what the fuck is his he's name? He's a German guy, right? He's, he's a like gas. a bubble, he's like a he's um, a bubble. It's a cool character. I like yeah. him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all of them are cool, dude. I've, Hellboy I've 2 is so good. Movies for a little while. I think I might like it more than the first one. Hellboy 2 
Hellboy 2, I'm though, a big sequel it's fan. got really bad music choices throughout. With the exception, with the big exception of the scene where Hellboy and Abe get drunk and they sing Barry Manilow together because... That's a, that's something that exists in a fucking movie. And you know when it came out, Sean? 2008, motherfucker. 2008. Um, Universal had a good summer uh, that, that year. We should do a poll, I guess. What's the best mo- What's the best summer or a full year of movies? I'm, I'm going to tend to agree. 2008 was, was really fucking good. Did District 9 come out that year? 2009, I think. But uh, yeah, I might I might say one more recent one was really good too. Last year was really good. What? Um, well, like the movies that came yeah. out were well received. I should say, like the good movies yeah. were considered. That's really when good. Ha- I think that that's just like a thing. I think Rotten Tomatoes but, is starting to skew. Like the f- we're completely off Deadpool at this point. Um, but <laughs> I don't really know what else. We barely talked about how great the chase scene was, but the chase scene was great. Um, Oh yeah, that, or Negasonic. Let's talk yeah, about Negasonic. That, real. Actually, well, I want to talk about Negasonic. She's she's not really into that much. That's kind of why we. Been, uh, and I talked to my one friend about yeah. this because he was writing some sketch. Um, uh, which I'm, I'm going to talk, talk about a sketch idea because I haven't read it yet. But the um, so basically, solo earlier reviews have been screening, and the writers, I think, which is Lawrence Kasdan and his son, I think have basically come out to be like, yeah, Lando's pansexual. Mm -hmm. He basically will fuck anything. Um, I don't, that's a terrible way to describe it, but uh, there's been this kind of not great trend of like writers and people in the creative process who have to come out and be like, oh, this character is bisexual or like they're part of the LGBT community, uh, LGBTQ community. And like most of these big budget movies, like, what's called uh solos doing it thor ragnarok had to clarify um i'm just gonna did wonder woman have wonder woman that was the comic though i think i don't think it was the movie the comic they were like wonder Woman. they said wonder woman was bisexual Uh, in the comics uh i'm an asshole um uh uh, but, That's a good joke. Come on. Uh, the, I'll give you credit where credit's due. But there's been a lot of movies. The, the Power Rangers movie did it as well, but I think that the movie handles it okay mm-hmm. in that, like, I think the writers said beforehand that it was going to have an, the first open uh, or out-of-the-closet superhero. But then there's the scene, the scene where um, Trini uh, starts talking about that. The Yellow Ranger, she's... She doesn't say that she is. She said she she says she's not straight, but they're also teenagers. So I feel like that scene works. Like if that's one where they came, like if it, it it's like a half measure in the movie, but I feel like it even makes sense as a half measure where it's like she's still figuring it out. So that's frankly more interesting. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. actually that works well for what that character is and what the context of that movie is. But Solo apparently have I don't I haven't seen Solo obviously so I don't know but if if it's something where the writers have to come out and clarify and talk about this then then like that's like like why do you keep doing it Valkyrie apparently was supposed to be bisexual and then they cut all those scenes out like there, I feel like there's like one or there's at least one more instance where I feel like that's happening in this movie boom 
Negasonic Teenage Warhead just has a girlfriend and it's great. And no, like they don't really, they draw attention to it, but it's in just in the fact that like her, her and her girlfriend show up just to kind of exist and like say hi to Wade a little bit. Like they interact a little bit. But yeah. then I, the running gag of her just, hi, hi Wade. Hi, Wade. Hi, hi, Wade. Like, and he's just like so <laughs> polite and nice to her. Yeah, where it's so like, coy. It yeah. makes sense where it's just like, I feel like he's just being nice and just like happy for her. And it's just like, oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's like, look at you like, too. Yeah, that is a really a good running gag. Of like, he's annoying her about it just in the right amount. Where like it was probably like a big deal to her, but now he's just kind of like, mm, like grabbing it, like, like it's equivalent to, like pinching their cheeks. And it's like, but, but again though, that's like a. And Negasonic and Yukio are the two who basically defeat Juggernaut. Although they also shove like a electrical cable up his ass or something weird. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I would have also loved if like, somebody got yeah. the helmet off and then McAvoy just shows up and is just like fucking psychic psychics him. <laughs> they brought in his headpiece, right? That was his. Uh, right. The Wade's wearing the headpiece. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's just mini, just just a just a thought. That's nuts. Well, like yeah, there, I agree though. I do think like if the movie's gonna show it, that's great. And I also think that most of the movies that don't, most movies, not all movies, most movies that talk about it don't necessarily yeah, about. have it. You know, like I would not be surprised if there is absolutely ab- like. Uh, Lando's just asexual the whole movie. Trying to fuck Amelia Clark. And probably just like act smooth that That's the thing, like or that, yeah. But yeah, there's I you're right. I I do agree that there's like sometimes it's just like what was the point of that to besides to like possibly sell more tickets? Just appealing to a demographic where it's just like it's not Yeah. There's better ways to do the representation, but I I, th- I think this movie should get points to because like Deadpool also is like definitely pansexual to the point of like sexually ambiguous in a lot of ways. Or it's gonna... yeah, I think he's pansexual in the, the comics. comics. He is um, right. Yeah, and like he actually, grabs Colossus. That's one of my complaints with the movie like... where it's like he kind of says vaguely sexually threatening things the entire time, and it's like. Like a lot. I felt like it was a lot more in this where he, like he'll just be like really <laughs> commenting on people's lips and stuff in a way where I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your your sex lips. He says. Yeah, to the, there's, there's like the a lot of stuff like that where like I'm just the, like, this is a little uncomfortable or I'm just a fucking prude piece of shit. But I, I don't know. It's it, it's a thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's yeah. You're not wrong, but yeah, I just it's it's Ryan Reynolds too though. So I just come always see it as like a just like a snarky remark, you know, like King of (laughs) it's an R-rated Spider-Man. Ooh, Um, Uh, possibly Jake Gyllenhaal. But uh, uh, speaking of Keaton's back. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that. Oh yeah. Why would you ever let him go? He's a fucking national treasure. They should have never let him go from Batman. I'm Batman. Um, Deadpool said that. It was funny. What are, what are you? Yeah, that was a good one. It's like, 
don't, don't set hey hey don't set this guy up huh he's gonna oh man <laughs> he's gonna zing you um so um I yeah final thoughts on Deadpool because I do want to do a quick little oh, right. spew uh, of Super Troopers 2 Deadpool 2 it's about on par with the first I'd say a little bit better I think I would say, yeah, yeah. yeah they use the money I, well. I, I, I want to say the action and everything's better in this, but maybe not all the jokes work. I don't know. It's weird. Like there's certain things that work a lot more in this than they did in the first one. But I think making it an actual emotional story and like, I, th- I think all that stuff works and I think all the new characters are great and the the X-Force in the shape of what it is at the end of the movie is like for a sequel potentially because that's it. The X-Force potentially the next one is going to be uh, Deadpool, Colossus, Negasonic, Yukio, Russell, Domino. And Domino. because he changed the Dopinder and, and because he changed Dopinder. the timeline, Peter's still alive. And that's canon. Oh and also yeah! Vanessa's still alive because that's canon. You, yeah, you also you also predicted that too. Peter's gonna be the only one yeah, that survives. I, I, and technically, I also was kind of hoping they were gonna reveal he was like Cable's dad or something like crazy. Where it's just like just make him something, make him important for no reason, yeah. like something that barely makes sense. And like he's like, huh, I don't think I'd be uh, a father. I uh, recently had a vasectomy. Like just something. well what if like domino like her luck kind of expands to him for some reason and that's and like she's they're lucky to have him be there for some reason like he saves somebody or something like he takes a bullet for her or like and she's like huh i knew there was something good about that guy (laughs) and he's like bleeding out or something i don't know like i'd love it (laughs) <laughs> I just the the way they cut that trailer together oh, with yeah. him in the, the it was fucking perfect. Fucking yeah. like it's it's a, it's so good. skydiving. Oh, yeah. it's fucking so oh, good. Like, yeah. Um yeah. Go see really it. dug it. Uh really excited for the third one. Absolutely 100%. It's funny, there's a lot of action. It's great. It's really good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Super Troopers Two definitely has scenes in an order yeah. syndrome. But yeah. there how are some are, really good gags. How many are new gags? I laughed like, a how lot. Many are like, let's just do callbacks. Um. There are. There's one really good one that's Which like one? almost an updated version Second of beat. it. So. It was like newish and really funny, but like Will Sasso's in it, and I didn't know Will oh. Sasso was gonna be in it, and he's in it a lot. Um, and there's <laughs> he plays a Canadian Mountie and a French Canadian Mountie, so they all have like, like these really weird, bad German French Canadian accents. And not oh, kind man. of, I don't yeah, know if I want this spoiled now, yeah. yeah. And it's it's him and two <laughs> other guys. 
there's like mm-hmm. one really good joke that they have uh, where they're like <laughs> arguing about Danny DeVito um, and like what movies he's in. And they're like, yeah, he's the Danny DeVito from like the uh, from the always sunny in Philadelphia's. And I'm doing like a terrible <laughs> the accent, but like and they're like, oh, no, it's. This the guy in the penguin in the Batman Returns, and he's like, "Yeah, they're the same guy." And there's just like a huge argument about like what movies Danny DeVito's in. Um, it's like this is so dumb, but so good. Um, yeah, it, that I th- absolutely was like Andrew would really like this scene. And then they do like a whole f- where they steal their clothes. The the broken lizard dudes steal their clothes and pretend to be French and they just say a bunch of French things to each other mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the meow scene um Sean William Scott has a cool little cameo uh which also yeah that's kind of why I was like this is kind of a serendipitous moment where like he's replacing rigs on a real cop show and yeah. And in a landfill like scenario where he plays a cop also in a movie which landfill is in like in it's weird. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh but yeah, there's some it's definitely worth renting or like watching streaming. I I liked it enough. Uh if you like the first one, you'll probably find enough to like mm-hmm. in this one. Really isn't much of a plot. It's very very thin. Um, they even kind of acknowledge it, but it's not mm. enough where it's like a Deadpool funny where it's kind of just like, no, you just, just wanted to have fun with money and like make a movie together. And I get it. It was like, mm. you could tell they were having a lot of fun making it. Didn't feel like they were forced into doing it. You know, it was like, Hey, let's just, it, it was like Indiana Jones four. Like, you know, like they're all there having a good time. They're getting a yeah. paycheck. It's enough for yeah. most people. Like it satiates me, you know. Um, but it definitely has scenes in an order syndrome. Yeah, we don't watch it at some point. But like, there was no good comedy sequels for like twenty years later. And if this is like the best of them, no, it's very true. And this is fairly middle of the road. Yeah, it's not like abysmally bad. The bar I, I Broken Lizard I love, but like I you know, I don't really consider mm-hmm. them like in the top echelon of comedy people, but like the shit that they do is like consistent enough um yeah. where like, it's enjoyable. I think I like I, even Super Troopers never really was my favorite. I think Beer Fest has always been It's so No, nah, Beer Fest is my favorite too. <laughs> oh my god. Call me Lightfield. <laughs> Call me Lightfield. Um, <laughs> oh man uh, on that note you look pretty tired so we're gonna wrap this so uh, like comment subscribe review all that fun stuff we're on twitter sean underscore and underscore andrew instagram at sean and andrew talk about movies and facebook as well I believe we're on soundcloud we're trying to get on Spotify. Those bitches Spotify. won't reply to my shit, though. So let's antagonize them until they put us on. Yeah. Hey guys. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you guys next when me and Sean. Han Solo.
That should be fun. I'm excited for that. I'm excited more for the podcast than I am for the movie. I think we need to talk about this real quick. I'm like, like, I have a lot of stuff going on this weekend. I'm like, I don't even think I want to fucking make the time to go see this fucking movie. Because none of the reviews, (laughs) none of the reviews are like, it's even worth it. Like, there's Jeremy Johns and other people are like, "Ah, it's fine. It doesn't really add anything. It's got some fun action scenes. And I'm like, that's almost worse that it's just so yeah, middle uh, of the road. I'm like, at least it's Ron Howard. He's just, he's not a he's too competent yeah. of a director to make something I mean, fun I, bad, you know. And like he oh, he's not gonna I'm blow it like, out of the water, you know. I don't know, but then also. Right before we recorded this, I remembered that I have like 36,000 regal points. And I was like, I won't have to spend money on this. And then I got excited (laughs) again. So I'm probably back. (laughs) I have no idea. Uh, So you don't think you're going to be able to see it this weekend? The biggest problem is that I got shit going on and I'm in zero fucking rush. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not either. I just Sunday I night. wanted to go see it mainly for this. Um, yeah, I I might Sunday wait night. until then anyway. But Sunday or Monday, Monday because I have off on Monday have, too. So yeah, going to like a barbecue or something. Sat- Sunday I'm like working on a shoot, but once it's over, I might go. Um, we can talk about that later. But I'm just I'm I'm going with the I watched the Last Jedi the other night, uh, and. I was kind of half watching. I was doing stuff with it in the background, and like I feel like I wasn't. It might have been the least I enjoyed the Last Jedi, but I did notice because um, I'm thinking about Star Wars. Have you seen that thing where in the the court the the courtroom I'm going to call it the courtroom fight, uh, where the one guy the one Praetorian yeah. guard loses a blade? I'll send it to you. Now that I've now I can't unsee it, Maybe. it kind of ruins the scene. Was he like? Is it, is it like the Dark Knight? It's a weird one. Oh, I'll it's a continuity error. I don't feel like describing it over here, but um, I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Anyway, um, if anybody I felt wants like, to have yeah. the, the what I'm going to call the courtroom fight of the Last Jedi ruined for you. Uh, maybe we can post the, the gif or, you know, just, just send me a message and I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a gif. Anyway, I got nothing in the tank. So, uh, bye. Bye.